tonight and uh, thank God for each one of you who is making his calling and election sure. Amen. Tonight we great privilege of listening to a very important subject which um, God giving us grace and next two days, that's tonight and tomorrow, we'll be looking into it critically. And so I want you to pay attention to tonight as we take off. Amen. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, Jehovah indeed is your name. We are so glad that we belong to you. And we are so glad that you have bought us with a price. We are so glad that you have so graciously granted unto us the mystery of the kingdom. We ask, O oh God, that calls to our lives, bringing us understanding, so that with understanding we will cooperate with you to stand firm in this blessed truth that we have. So speak to us the word of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight we are looking at finding the kingdom of God as a treasure. Amen. And I must tell you that if you don't find it, you see, nobody will make it a treasure for you until your eyes is open to see it as a treasure so that you can handle it with care. Amen. The, let me start off by saying that it was so interesting to me as I was studying about how Jesus spoke to a group of people on a very essential matter. So essential. But he spoke to them in parables. And he was only talking about how the different ones receive the word of God. So in the Bible it talks about the sower went to sow and all of that. But the thing that has set me thinking is when Jesus explained how various ones receive the word of God. And amazingly his disciples standing by together with the multitude were rather disturbed. And then they came to him and said, How and why do you speak to the people in parables? Considering the subject that you are treating, it's so important that couldn't you have been plain to them? And I was also surprised. The kind of answer 
Jesus also gave to his disciples. It, in fact, I have sat on that thing and I have said, Blessed is any man who hears and understands. He should not trample over it. Amen. I'm speaking from Matthew chapter 13, verse 10 to 12. I'm not going to go straight into, this is just the introduction, and probably we just say a few things about the subject itself. But I, I just want you to find this in Matthew chapter 10. Jesus had already spoken about how the sower goes to throw the seed and all of that. I mean, and we know the various grounds that it fell into and all of that. But listen to the reaction of the, of the disciples. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whosoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whosoever, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Amen. It really disturbed me. I must be honest with you. Honestly, because it is God himself involved, but I was asking myself, what did they do wrong? Are you here tonight? I want you to understand something. Listen. I must announce to you that Obin Jamiasam Amobi. Amen. Mr. Hope, you are now a true woman. Nobody receives the word of God for anyone. Put that in your spirit. Nobody can make you spiritual more than yourself. Hallelujah. Your pastor can bring every anointing. You will never become spiritual until yourself you decide to say, I want to be a spiritual person. Somebody shout a big amen. I'm begging you. If we can have that foundation settled, this my introduction will go very well. It is today that we have come to the point of thinking that, of course, I know that Paul said that when I come, then I will impart. Check that kind of impartation he's talking about. But may I say to you, Nobody can make you spiritual more than yourself. The attention with which you give to what you hear and the ability to act on it because you take it as the word of God will make a lot of difference in your personal life. Amen. I don't think that this parable in particular is one of the 
parables that as a human being, if I have the right to advise Jesus, I would have said, Lord, this one, let them hear it properly, so that there won't be any mistakes. The disciples' reaction shows me naturally that this is how I would have also reacted if I was there. Why did they react like that in the verse 10? They said to their master, Why do you speak to them in parables? You don't want them to understand. Lord, why? Then Jesus does not concentrate on the people who are hearing. But he comes to they themselves. And he says to you, it has been given that you may understand, but to them not. Ha! As I reasoned about it, I started thanking God for my life. And I started thanking God for you. I want to tell you tonight, if you are somebody who hears the word of God and understands, please don't trample on it. And don't handle it anyhow, as the scripture says in Corinthians, that we do not handle the word of God deceitfully. Amen. Because it is not everybody who has the privilege to understand the word of God like the way you are understanding it. Amen. So, the first point is, be very, very grateful in your heart to God. And don't take it for granted. If everybody was understanding the word of God like the way you are understanding, they will not be following the prophets who can say to you, They will never do it. Something is over their eyes. They have been made blind. But for you, you sit in your chair, you hear the word of God, and nobody has even said anything to you, you are repenting in your chair. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Do you know that there are many people who are very confident that they are going to heaven? This morning we are discussing a scripture. That many desire to be there, but they will not be able to. So it tells you that you who understand the word of God, treasure it and don't joke with it. Amen. Now when he has said that, to you is been given to know the mystery of the kingdom or the mystery of heaven or the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. I, I, this is not what I'm going to talk about. It's just an introduction. That is okay. If it is. We finished on the introduction. Fine. But when Jesus said that to them, I said, Ah, ah. Huh. Dennis, don't joke with your faith, oh. You have been given to know the mystery of the kingdom, which was even hidden to the prophets of old. 
who were crying day and night concerning the coming of Jesus. And the many sons that will be, many prophets who, they had the unction of God, they didn't understand what they were talking about. The, the Bible says they were looking into it at what period this will happen. Then I said, I am privileged. And so today, I want you to find this privilege that you have. Treasure it. Don't be a churchgoer. Don't be a religious person. And don't satisfy yourself that I have come to church, I've heard something, it's okay, we are all going. You and who are going? If the word doesn't have effect on you, you can deceive yourself as if we are going, but you are not part of it. It takes me to the next step, which is the verse 12. Would you like to read that for me, please? One, two. It was also a disturbing factor. You know, do you understand what Jesus is saying? Jesus is saying, anybody that treasures my word, and really pays attention to it, he would have more. Anybody who does not treasure my word, even the little that he has, in no time, it will be taken from him. Hallelujah. It was a disturbing matter. And I can understand. These are the things that is making me know why it is so serious. You know, a few days ago I was reading a scripture and I stumbled on what this scripture again that told me that except there be a fall away, he won't come. I said, I, God doesn't want anybody to fall away, but there will be a fall away. Amen. What does that mean? Some people who knew the truth and did not stand on the truth to work, work with, Eventually they will fall off. They did not treasure what they had. It will be taken away from them. So I'm begging you. Tonight. If ever you have made your life. Oh we are all in it. We are all trying. We are all Christians. Who says we are not Christians? If nobody has the right to judge you. Let your own heart do the checking for you. Together with the Holy Ghost. And you will see whether you are standing well or not well. I am very grateful to God that I can be rebuked in my face in a matter of seconds. It gives me always joy. That when the Lord says, why, when the Lord says, why did you do that? When the Lord says, why did you do it, it gives me such a joy. Then at least I have the opportunity to repent. Amen. The Bible said, whoever has, to that person, more will be given. A. More will come. I don't know whether you understand that. You know, if you are really working with Jesus, you are not stagnant. 
is moving with you into realms. Hallelujah. If really, 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 this one is not that somebody prophesying to you, telling you that indeed you are a man of God. That doesn't matter. Man of God and God would have finished with him. The man who deceived the young prophet who was coming up, who was sent to go and prophesy at Bethel, and he went there, he did. When that man came, what he said is, I am also a prophet. But God had finished with that man. And that man was also very confident that he was a prophet. And in fact, in his confidence, he could speak and just say that, you know, you know, an angel even spoke to me. But this young man had had a mouth talk from God. He allowed him to destroy him. So when I hear, to him more shall be given, abundance. I want you to know that, brother, if you are not walking with God, one of the best ways you can test your own thing is that when you are not receiving abundance, then something you are about falling. Hallelujah. You are not minding me at all. If you are not moving, if you are not understanding things, you are still full of flesh and blood, Working, angry, fighting, talking, misbehaving. Some no koyajemi. Something is wrong. The time has come for you to be in control with the help of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus said that, but whoever does not have, listen to me, whoever doesn't have, Actually, he is not saying you don't have all. But even what you have, it will just come like that. Now, I want to explain it to you. In one of the parables which brought us to this place, said that when you of God and he doesn't understand it, Satan just comes and he says, Now, who's what he has Then he just takes it. He has heard it. But it has been taken from him. Some people had it. And the curse of this life. I was reasoning about something today. I was reasoning about why did Jesus say to Satan, Get thee behind me. And the answers that I got were good. They were very good. At the right time, I will tell you. He didn't, it was not Satan, he said, get thee behind me. Satan was bringing stuff ahead. Many people are too mindful of their worldly stuff. Anyway, let's come on tonight. At the right time. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. I pray Jesus. I pray Jesus that you should never suffer the truth 
being taken away from you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now let's go to today's. The subject we are treating is finding the kingdom of God as a treasure. May I ask you before we go ahead, how do you value this kingdom that you are standing in? You know, <laughs> one of the things I have come to see is that when people have money in their pocket, they, they have found a kingdom. When things are very smooth, the kingdom of God doesn't explain it like that. No, 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 no. It's a big deception. When we cannot say we have a big church, a glass church, therefore we have found the kingdom. It's a building. How much is Jesus in your personal life? How much is He in control? Now, like today's subject, let's look at the same Matthew, chapter 13, where we got the theme of what we are treating tonight and tomorrow. It's not a theme, I just want you to see where it's coming from. Verse 44 to 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man... Uh, which found and hid it. And for the joy over it, he goes, sells all that he has, buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking a beautiful pearl, who, when he had found one pearl, of a great price, he went, sold all that he had, and bought it. Amen. This three scriptures, hey, it carries matter. Let's look at the verse 44, and then I want you to read it for me. One, two. What does that mean? What does that mean? Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. May I announce to you, this truth that God has given to you is not cheap. Amen. For you to believe in the Son of God who died and resurrected, and for him to remove all the deadly things from your life. Your conscience purified by the blood is not cheap. So the Bible says that the man found it. Do you know that you come across the finding of the truth one time? Either the gospel is preached to you in power and your heart is just broken and the altar call is made or somebody just spoke to you and you knew you were not standing well. You gave in your 
heart, may I tell you that that is you finding it. But there is another level. The level is you have to go and clear all kinds of things about you and now make a full room for the kingdom to operate. Amen. Many people are saved. But the reason why they are not making progress is because there's a problem. The joy of it goes and sells all that the person has to buy it. Many people are saved, but they cannot let go things that will help, things that would serve as stumbling block. Are you listening? Do you know, may I tell you a secret that I got to know? Also from the Holy Ghost. Do you know that you can be born again 25, 57 years? 57 years. In fact, 59 years you can be born again. And you may only have taken, you may have seen it as a treasure. And have even the joy of being born again. But you would never would have gotten rid of things. Ha. Ah. And in fact, you have the joy. Actually, you have the treasure. You have the joy. But you don't possess it. Or let me put it this way. You get to know the treasure. And you are excited about it. For 59 years, like Ghana is 59 years, and it's still under slavery. Is somebody listening? Amen. I refuse to go to Ghana because our matters are too heavy. And let me stay with us, the saints. Jesus speaks and he says that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field. You stumble at it first night. Somebody met you and spoke to you about the Lord. And immediately you could say, nah, this is the treasure. But something ought to be done. Did you notice that the presentation of the treasure to you didn't have to do anything else. It's only telling you that this is the treasure. You say, I have received it. Or I have seen it. But the aftermath of seeing the treasure lies with you. Praise the Lord. Many people don't go and sell everything. May I inform you that whatever you have that you came to meet the treasure with, May I inform you that it will not help you except you have gotten rid of that. And that's where many people are struggling. That's where many Christians are struggling. They, they, they have seen the treasure. They have, they have things, but they say, no. May I show you a secret? Now, quickly, before we go ahead, um, Matthew 19 is in Matthew 19 or 17, 16, which talks about the young rich ruler. Find it for me. I want to show you something quickly. Is this 19 or so? I think it's 19. 19, 16? 
Shall I find it myself? It's in one of them. It's either 19 or 15. Or, or, or 17. Nineteen sixteen, Matthew nineteen sixteen. Now listen to this. Now behold, one came and said to him, "Good teacher, what things?" Now, watch the scriptures. Good teacher, he knew Jesus has answers, so that's why he addressed him. He saw the treasure in Jesus. So he said, good teacher, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? This is a question that is so beautiful that I think everybody needs to ask. Now the Bible says that in the next verse, verse 17, it says that, so he said to him, why do you call me good? Of course, because you are the treasure. You, Jesus, you are the treasure. I can see it. No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which one? Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witnesses. Or false witnesses. Honor thy father and thy mother. Those children who are not honoring their fathers and mothers. I beg you. Hmm. And you shall love thy neighbor as yourself. Would you like to read this portion for me? One, two. I like, I like his answer. At least I'm in stage three. Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, everybody say, If you want to be perfect. Now, when you find the treasure, when you see the treasure, you are never perfect. You are never perfect. So don't deceive yourself that I am born again because of that I have entered. It's the lie of the devil. Working out your salvation with fear and trembling is the matter. Somebody shout a big amen. Today many believers have settled at the first level when we are very confident and happy because we have found the treasure. Oh pastor, but you, you, why are you making things difficult for us? As long as I come to church, I don't fornicate, I, I'm, I'm not stealing anybody's money. You know, you see, don't make things too difficult. I'm not the one making anything difficult for you. The Bible says that if you want to be perfect, then go ahead. One, two. Sell. Start from there. One, two. Give it to the poor. And you will find treasure in heaven. So, the first treasure that he found with Jesus by calling him good master was not enough qualification for him to enter. 
The second treasure is that Jesus said, go and sell. It is, you see, let me tell you a secret that God has been so gracious to me for. May I tell you that you never find the treasure of God until you have gotten rid of a lot of things with your life. Put that down, down and read it over and over again. You never. It doesn't come cheap. Did you notice that this man didn't go to anybody else but Jesus? Oh, are you minding me? He never went to any of their disciples. He didn't go to the, the high priest. He didn't go to the, the Sadducees or the Pharisees or the scribes who were writing. He didn't go to... Why, why didn't he go to them and ask that? Listen, I've been obeying all these laws for all these years. You know, is there anything else... Because they don't have the answer. But he found the real man who had the answer and that he should have paid attention to it. Amen. When I study and I see things jumping out of the scriptures, I become too careful. See what God says. Sell what you have. In the parable, did we not told, were we not told that go and sell? Tonight, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will give you understanding what it means to sell what you have. Amen. Many people are very, very rich in their old life. They don't want to sell it. No matter what you preach, they will never sell it. Tonight, there has to be a selling. There has to be a selling. Because if you don't sell, you won't be able to buy those spells. Hallelujah. What is that, Pastor? What is it that I need to sell? You, the Holy Ghost will help you. It's with you. I don't know your property. Pastor, you say my property, my money or my dresses. I'm not talking your money or your dresses. Things that are your protective garments. Things that make you feel, and listen to my words, feel good. You must tell them. Where your strength lies. Some of us, our strength lies in our abilities. Go and sell it. I pray that you would understand this. I, I simply pray that God will give you understanding. Sell gift to the poor. Sell. Give it out to the poor. Even that one too is a process. Then come and follow me. See, any time we spoke about this scripture, and in fact, one thing about this particular thing is that you can always picture somebody who you think it fits him. Hallelujah. Did you understand what I said? See, Bible, eh? unless you bring yourself down, you can always think that who the cap fits. Let them wear it. That's the thing. 
this man, at least I thank God that even if he didn't win, he had enough sense to ask that question for it to be a benefit to Dennis. At least. If that man didn't make it, by his question, I have learned something. And I thank God for him. I hope later on he changed. See, the Bible didn't give another chance for him, but it's possible that in the course of it, he must have just said to myself, I have toiled, I will go back to this man. It's possible. Probably one day we'll go to heaven and say, do you know that I'm the one who they wrote the scripture about? Probably. I'm not sure. You can't give an end to a matter. Amen. Now, then you have treasure in heaven. Brethren, if I can only appeal to you and me tonight, may I say that there comes a time you need to sit down, weigh your life. Lord, what are the things taking marks, spiritual marks from me? What are the things that make me not flow continuously with you? Lord, what, what, what are some of the things... Is it my education? Is it my money? Is it my position? Lord, what is it that doesn't let me really flow, flow with you every day? The day you come to that, the Lord will show you. If you take it lightly, He will take you lightly. And you know, nobody can tell me when I'm backsliding. Hallelujah. Oh. Did you understand that question? <laughs> Do you know that you can preach and still you would have been far away? Hello? Do you know that you can heal? God can use you to heal. And it does not bring endorsement. If you don't know it, if ever you ever thought that my Christianity, oh, um, I must be doing something right. That's why things are flowing. Oh, my friend, that one is, is, is not in the Bible. The scripture that we are standing on to preach to you tonight. Finding the kingdom of heaven as the treasure. And the Bible is revealing unto us that it can never be a treasure to you except you have gotten rid of some things. And I pray. This one, God has fixed it in such a way that it takes you yourself to say, Lord, I know that I'm not so much there, but can you tell me anything that I have, though I have found the treasure, but I'm not digging to know the deep things in this treasure. I am hindered. 
Do you know that some of us, we do well and then we dive down. True or false? We do well, we soar high and then nose down. Just when we are about crashing, then we are lifted up again. And we have been doing that for 59 years. Yours may be 17. Yours may be 6. Go sell what you have and buy the kingdom. When you have, more will be given to you. If you don't take care, the little that you have will be taken from you. Amen. I'm sorry if this thing I'm talking seems disturbance. Don't mind me as Dennis, but mind the word of God. I didn't know. When the topic was given and I sat down, I said, I know where I can find that. It was only when I looked at it and I realized the thing is not a small boy's matter. See what he said. If you want to be perfect. And do you know that God would only accept those who have found the treasure and are working on it to become perfect. Don't, don't misunderstand the word perfect. It's also maturity. Amen. It makes me know. Brother, sister, if you, if you will only give me one attention, which is, I want to go and ask the Lord what I have that I need to sell it. If you be sincere, He will tell you. Amen. If you will be sincere, don't take this message to nobody. It's not for anybody. God sees you are doing your best. And because of that, He wants to help you. So He's saying that you have found the treasure, you have left the treasure. It's hidden in the ground. But you need it. Some things must be gotten rid of quickly so you can be free to come and say, I have brought my spirit, soul, and body to purchase this. Then it's acceptable. That's why the Bible says that I pray God that your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your body be preserved, blameless, until the coming of the Lord. Why? If your body is in trouble, it's not correct. If your soul is in trouble, you don't pass. Your whole spirit, soul, and body. It is true that we have a corruptible body. But he's still saying that it must be carried very well. Because that can also cause trouble for you on the day of the Lord. Amen. The next verse, then you have treasure. Now listen, he says, then you will have treasure in heaven. Then he doesn't even finish. He says, come and follow me. Abba. You know, when these two things have not properly been handled, may I say to you, 
it is impossible to follow Jesus. Seemingly as if you are following. And everybody else will tell you you are following. In fact, everybody else will tell you you are doing well. But not Jesus. That's why I quoted the scripture that says that many shall desire to enter. But they will not be able. May the Lord give you understanding. May the Spirit of the Lord crush everything. In fact, may you be willing to allow that to be burned. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you remember when the angel of the Lord came to Mr. Lord and Mrs. Lord and their family and said, leave, because I'm going to burn. Do you remember also that the scripture said, don't turn back. Mrs. Lord, as much as he has been able to take, he, as much as Mrs. Lord has been able to take some steps, had taken some steps, and was as if it, she was on her way, the turning back disqualified him. She could not get rid of what he had. It could not happen. And you see, when God opened my eyes to see that there are things we have that we are not ready to get rid of, I was left with only prayer. Thank God that there's prayer to pray. Amen. Tonight I know people, even that are here, God will confirm His word to you by telling you the things that you need to sell off. If only you have a humble heart, you will hear the Holy Spirit singing at Himself. So, when Mrs. Lord could not make it, it brought me a clear understanding. It leads me now to, look, I will come back to this, because I should have finished it in there. But I will come back to this shortly. But come with me to Luke chapter 9, verse 57. I want to show you something quickly. Now, it happened that as they journeyed on the road, that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. Amen. Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their dead, their own dead, oh. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. Another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Now read this one for me. One, two. It's a matter. Who has the good news Bible? Good news Bible here tonight. Oh, you all use wonderful King James. You have good news. Proper, proper good news. Okay. I want you to read only the verse 62. Give it to me. Oh, 
you have three mics there. A little verse 62. Good news. Good news. Luke 9:62. Jesus said to him, Anyone who starts to plow. Now, I like this. Who starts to plow? You start the work. Yes. And then keeps looking back. Ah. Keeps looking back. Keeps looking back to some treasures. He is not paying attention to the treasure he has found in Jesus. Yeah? It's of no use for the kingdom of God. Ah, it's a serious statement. It's a serious statement. It's a serious statement. If I told anybody that you are no use for the kingdom of God, I will be sermoned. Of course, I don't even have the right to. But I beg you tonight. When Jesus said, one number one, somebody is the one who came to him and said, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. Then he gave the condition. He said, forces of old, have you considered that? You think that it's easy to follow me? May I say to us tonight, myself and you, it is not easy to follow Jesus until you have sold some things. Praise the Lord. Are you understanding me? I, I sense in my heart tonight that I must tell you that there are many people here. They are still holding on to some things that they believe. Honestly, I don't know if I knew I would help you, but the Holy Ghost Himself will help you. Pride. Your own ability, what it has given to you. The things of this world, as much as you know they are not, but you are... No, but you know, you are working it. What disqualified Mrs. Lord? I thank God. When I was studying this, the idea didn't even come. It was when I was preaching right now that it came. Mrs. Lord. What disqualified Mrs. Lord? If you know the story, it's not as if Mrs. Lord did it wasn't given the privilege of getting up and moving. She was part of the husband, but the instruction was clear. Don't look back. Don't look back was the condition. But may I tell you a secret? When a man has a treasure, you cannot tell the man don't look back. He has something to protect. Is somebody listening to me? When a person has an interest, my friend, no matter his bishopric stand, when people have interest, 
in issues, they protect it. We, you can speak and say, oh, it doesn't matter. But the matter from his mouth is disconnected from his heart. So you see, Jesus, who knows inside out, at this communion preparation, if I were to beg you, I would say, my friend, anything that troubles your spirit, your heart, tonight, let it be removed in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, anyone who starts to plow, you know plowing, plowing is having the two cattle and put the yoke on their neck. And you, you, I'm not a farmer, but I think that they don't look back. Do they look back? Have you ever seen any cattle or cow who said they have put the yoke? So Jesus used that to try to say there is only one way forward. And they are plowing. And so you see that even for the cattle or for the cow, you see that for those even cow, it is very clear that forward ever and backwards never. So any believer who has something to fall on, and it is very dear to his heart, tonight, talk to God about it. Hallelujah. Talk to God about it. Talk to God about it. You and I will talk to God tonight. I am standing here and I can already say matters I need to talk to God about. Because the word of God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. You see, he said that looking back is no use. Though, it may seem, because you see, your end has not come. So, it may seem as if, oh, let me stand here so everybody can see me. Your end hasn't come, so it looks like it's working. It's not working. It's not working. Praise the Lord. I want to see, I want Dennis to see how Jesus sees things about him. I'm more interested in how the Lord sees things. That's why you see, when, when by the grace of God, I get a little prompting about something, in no matter what I want to turn quickly. Because then, I am rather looking at how. But if I think I'm very smart to defend it, he will still not struggle with me. May the Lord give us such a heart. Now, honestly, I'm beginning to fear God. I fear Him. So, where were we? Anybody who tends, though he's plowing, even the animals that were used to tell us never look back. So, tonight, Whatever you have that is making you look back from time to time, get rid of it. Amen.
I, I hope. Have you understood what I said? Praise the Lord. I see by hand those who think that they are really understanding. I thank God. I really thank God. Because I, I'm very sorry. It's not a message of we are doing well. I wish it were like that. I'm not the prophet of doom either. But the word of God cannot be broken. Amen. I can see already time will not let me go to the book of Acts to tell you about one person, uh, Governor Felix. It, it won't. That's okay. I see many people do, many people, many people are... You see, let me tell you, be honest with you. Many people know they have the yoke on their head, on their neck. They are going, but they are, they are forcing to turn. The, horse, the, 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 the cow or the cattle never, they are not able to turn, but we, we are able to turn. We are able to turn. So, Amata, I read the scripture somewhere last week, apart from what was told Judas, that it would have been better for you not to have been born. I was shocked when I came across another statement by Jesus, when he said to some people, it is better for you not to be born. You know, I have used that word in my outreach a lot, and I didn't even know that it was scripture. Anytime I was talking one and one to people, I said to them, my friend, this thing that I'm talking to you about, if you don't give in to Jesus and really follow him, it is better for you not to ever to have been born and to be known as a person in this life than to be known as a person in this life and you hearing me and don't do anything about it. Because you see, the, the, the severity of the punishment, you won't be able to survive it. So, if you were never born by a woman, it is better. Do you, I was reading the scripture and I came across it. I said, hey, this is here too. So, and you know, we, we can all remember it for Judas. But I have discovered that this time it was not for Judas. Where he spoke and said a milestone would have been hung, it would have been better for that. I say to you tonight, I beg you, are you willing to trade him? You will never find the treasure of the Lord until you have personally sat down and said to the Holy Spirit, Lord, Evacuate matters in me. There are things that I myself may not even know that I cherish them. I beg you. Can we, in this communion preparation that our pastor told us this, Lord, can we talk on this matter so you can show me? Let me just, we can't finish, but let me give you one more before we come back to this. Um, I was just thinking about this scripture that I've come to love very much. 
Matthew chapter 9 verse 9. How Mr. Matthew was called into the ministry of the Lord. Matthew. Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man named Matthew sitting on the t- at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. So he arose and followed him. I was just thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, what dawned on me was that who is Matthew? He was a professional. Amen. Who is Matthew? He was a tax collector. In those days, they were the richest of people. Who is Matthew? And the Holy Ghost was just pouring. Then the man just gets up. And then he drops his books. He drops his profession. He drops his prosperity. He drops his fame. He drops anything that mattered to him. And he followed. Ah! I said, Na'ibihim. For almost about two months now, this very scripture has been talking to my heart. Who is? Jesus didn't have to convince him too much. Matthew, I want you to think about it that um, next week I want you to consider it carefully that next week I want you to come to our meeting and I'm thinking about asking you to come and follow me and be one of my disciples. So you consider it. Hello? Was there a talk like that? Did, didn't Mr. Matthew have a boss? Certainly. If he was even the highest boss, the government was, was his boss. And I thought about it again and I said, you know, if you know a bit about the tax collectors in the Bible, they were not small people. They were the ministers of Ghana today. People who chop money. Who can display who can buy everything. But Jesus says, Charlie. And I, I said to myself, Lord, can you show me? Can I can you show me a video? Yeah, I can ask a lot of things. So. Lord, can you show me a video of Mr. Matthew? His desk and the books and everything. And how come that immediately he followed you? And what is it that made him? The man saw the treasure. He valued it. And said, I am not turning back. Blessed be Jesus. I will just stop here. And tomorrow, God willing, I believe God will take us further. But tonight... There's a certain prayer we ought to pray. Would you stand to your feet for a minute? Would you would you would you would you start your prayer this way? Lord, I know that. Why am I I'm asking you to do that is because I want it to be very personal.
I know that tonight that I'm here, honestly, I know that you know me. I really know. I know that, Lord, I may not even be aware of myself that the treasure that I have found, I'm struggling not to be in abundance in it because I have some things that are not sold yet. Would you show me? Lord, would you, would you be very kind to tell me those things? Would you please? Would you please? If, if I am even confident in myself that I've gotten rid of everything, but you know that I haven't, and you know that I still have an issue, would you please help me? That's the kind of prayer we want to pray. Open the eyes of my understanding that I may know. Teach me your ways, O God. Show me your love and kindness. Show me my life. Lord, show me my life. Let me be very true to you. Remember, dear brother, remember that there was a man who was very clean. He was not a fornicator. He was not an adulterer. He was not worshipping idols. There was nothing wrong with him having money. And you remember that when he was asked to sell, he could not. Remember. That brother is the typical example of our own lives. And I see Jesus trying to deal with matters that are so dear to us. I see Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Would you be very sincere in your prayer this evening? Now, I wish that I could tell you something. That I sense that this is what God is saying to you in particular. I wish I could be an issue. But may I tell you that there's a great teacher. There's a great teacher. If you open up to him, he will tell you. He will tell you. Oh, sometimes, in fact, may I say that you don't even know how to pray. When you are confronted like this, you only open your heart and say, Lord, do as you please. Fetch me, oh Lord, and, and open my heart today. Yeah. Hey.
the elderly because after all what I don't need you hey sell it you can't talk like that there are some of us we can't pray anymore because we are carrying too much there are some of us we have already judged ourselves to say, if you don't see me good, I see my own self as good. No, don't matter, don't bother about how somebody sees you. Bother about how the Lord sees you. And I believe whatever the Holy Spirit is saying to you today, would you please? Allow him to help you. We have just about five minutes of prayer. And if you will sing this song alone together with all of us, let it be a song of prayer. In fact, I don't mind at all when you can say, Lord, I could sense in my heart that all is not well, but I can't put my hand on it. I am begging you to help me. me
and just reflect on something that the Lord said to you. Take any position of prayer, even if you are sitting, but be in the mood of prayer. Oh my God. Oh my God. This thing, Lord. Let something be sold off tonight that you'll be able to buy the treasure of God. You have the treasure at the first step, but it is deeper. You can have a very deep treasure. You have left. And the treasure is waiting for you. Would you read off everything that will let you be able to come and say, I have it. Everything I have, I'm bringing it in exchange for this treasure. Oh, Jesus. I thank you that you love us. I thank you that your word is has such a spirit. Lord, would you deliver those of us who are entangled? Who the enemies seem to have tied us, oh God, by your word. Let the rope fall in the name of Jesus. Those of us that are tied by the spirit of pride, those of us that are tied by our own abilities, things that you gave us for your glory, that it has tend to become a problem, Lord. Lose us tonight from it. Those of us that have been so blinded by material stuff are. Those of us that are so engulfed with complaints and, and, and evil speakings. Hey Lord. Those of us that see things only in our own eyes. And not in your eyes. Or not through your eyes. Lose us tonight. Lose us tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lord. Let these two days. Bring us to the point when we can say Lord. We have sold everything. You know. The Bible said. Peter said. We have left everything. Lord, let this thing come upon us. In the name of Jesus. When we can confess it to say, We have left everything for you. To whom shall we go to? Seeing that you are, you are the treasure. You are the way. You have the words of this life. I beg you tonight. Let somebody's life turn around. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name. Amen. We want to take our not for us to clap but anyway let's take our offering and we want to do it as unto the Lord